Hi, welcome to Authentic Kim. I hope that the podcast finds you well as always and as fitting. Thank you so much for allowing Authentic Conversation with Kim to be a part of your day. So I've been trying to do this podcast and so now I'm like determined to get this said and get it out and have the conversation and the discussion so please bear with me um first let me say that the last podcast relations and relationships um was interrupted and pardon me for that and I just want to say um this will have some somewhat to do with that it's like a continuation kind of thing and so imagine my face There is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot going on. And it's like this boiling pot. And it's percolating, percolating, percolating. And I'm really aiming to choose carefully what it is that I say. Because not only do I want it to make sense, but I would like for us to have the conversation in a way that when we walk away, we are better for having a conversation. And we are mindful of what is being said. And at this point, it's not about combating it's not about combating because as you know in my um, my thoughts you know time always tells and I really don't think that everything is so and I used to I, I used to I, I do think that some things is just black and white I really do I am kind of that person like black white but as of late I see gray Right, I see a little gray area. Um, I see that it's not as clear cut as one would try to make it seem. And the only reason why I say that is because we have stereotypes, we have generalizations, we have assumptions. And so if we have those things in place, then it can't be black and white. also know that people have personal agendas and so when there is a personal agenda at hand you have to kind of if you see it and identify the personal agenda then you really have to take away the meat well eat the meat or take the meat and throw away the bones or you have to be able to read between the lines and decipher what is actually being said because even people with agendas will give you factual information people with agendas will give you somewhat of truth um people with agendas will give you statistics you know um so i'm mindful of that 
as I say often, I am a small fish in this big old pond. And for some reason, when I view stuff and I think about stuff, I'm mindful that because I do have a platform, because I do have a voice, that it does matter what it is that I share, matter what it, what it is that I say. And especially to me. Yeah, understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just talking to talk. Because what I realize is that the only way any of us come to a better place or are motivated or encouraged or the opposite or whatever it is, why we function how we do is through communication, is through having a conversation, is through talking the problem or the breakdown become um, arise when there's a lack of communication where you know again we're not speaking the same language or there's a um, discrepancy in regards to definitions or whatever it is there's a variation of things that can hinder communication I don't want to hear it, you know, you're not talking to me, oh, you preach it to the choir, oh, I already know, whatever it is, there's reasons, and yet and still, the only way we're able to express and to share and to say and to get and to give and all this is a form of communication. And even our communication comes with our mentality, it comes with our ideologies, comes with our spirituality, it comes with our experiences, it comes with our education. A variation of things create and develop our communication or our ability to communicate or how we communicate if indeed we communicate because even not saying something is saying something so they say you have nonverbal communication. You have signaling. That's communication. Signs. That's communication. And so we are a communicative people because we are quote unquote civilized. And that's just what we do. And now we have a plethora of communicators, i.e., included. We have a plethora of information and we laws communicate. We have so much to say. And yet and still we can't stop saying whatever needs to be said if something needs to be said because this is how we become informed. This is how we become interested or disinterested or um, persuaded or um, disengaged or whatever it is is through communication how we communicate you know how they used to say it's not what you say it's how you say it remember that uh then i or we went through that like just not saying something is saying something not responding is saying something it's a form of communication 
lack thereof, but it's still a form of communication. I forgot I had somebody tell me one time that they was making a silent public apology. I don't even know how you do that. But they said that to me. They were making a silent public apology. I don't know how you do that. I don't know what way is that communicating an apology by not saying anything. But okay, whatever. And basically by them telling me that, they were telling me that they weren't apologizing publicly that they didn't want to apologize publicly, but they wanted me to think by them telling me that they was making a solid public apology, that they was apologizing. Okay, whatever. Just moved on. Just trying to make a point. We verbalize. There's a word. We share oral communication. Now, with all of that said, How we gather information, who's providing this information, whether it's accurate or not, is up to the individual that's receiving the information. It's up to their ability to view it, to assess it. That's why we have, you know, they say two heads are better than one, or you have somebody look something over, or you ask somebody's opinion, or why you go to a psychiatrist? Why do you go to a therapist? Why do you go to a counselor? Why do you talk to a priest? Because again, sometimes we understand that even in our own selves, why you talk to your friends? Why do you share? Because you want to make sure that you're assessing whatever the situation is properly. You want to make sure that you're thinking is up to par for the task at hand or the situation at hand. And you recognize communication is the key. You recognize that we we need each other in some aspect or another. I have a, a friend of me and this person like really makes it seem like they like this island all by themselves. And it's like when you, you you're not getting anything done by yourself. So even when you went to school, you go to school, they have to, they have to give you some form of document saying that you have achieved based on them, whether right, wrong, or indifferent. That's how you're qualified. That's how you're certified. Someone has to certify you. We have to certify each other. We have to affirm each other. We have to whatever. And we put people in place to do that. And so that concept of, oh, I did it on my own, is not a legitimate concept because we need people. It's just like we was talking about um, during the last two years and we was talking about essential workers and we were talking about how these people were still in the mix when the average Joe, if you will, or civilian, if you will, was not in the mix. And had we not had essential workers or essential people or something like that, then everything would have actually shut itself down. So we thank God for y'all. But again, we recognize that we need each other. We need people.
it's it's not a want it's a need and partly because things were set in place way before I got here (laughs) and we conformed and we accepted that even as we have people in place that we relinquish certain things in order to have other things in place so then we wouldn't have to do it or we don't have to do it or we don't have to think about it or we don't have to worry about it or we don't have to be concerned about it. And then you sit and you say, these are the people or those are the people that's supposed to do so-and-so-and-so, this, that, and the above, because we can always say what somebody else is supposed to be doing, right? But this is what they signed up for. We know that each job, each position, each title, whatever it is, comes with some responsibilities, it comes with some duties. And we also know certain jobs and stuff like that is not even listed on most of the stuff of what you actually going to be doing, right? And we all have these positions that we play and they started implementing what? Staying in your own lane. But anybody who drives knows that staying in your own lane is only conducive unless you have to navigate, unless you have to get off, you know, and even and you stand on your own lane, you could be in that lane for a few minutes, you could be in that lane for an hour. Yes, I'm saying. And how it came about in my mind as I'm sitting here thinking, it was putting people in their place and telling them to mind their business of things that didn't concern them or to stick to your craft or to what it is that you you do or whatever it is that you're good at. And again, that could be used However, or some people would use it as to, I'm not involved, not my monkey, not my tree. But if we actually thought about the analogy, there's times that your lane is wherever you are, your car is in. And you drive it there and you put it there. So I'm just I just thought about that. So relations and relationships was the thing that drove me to get back on the podcast. But I had to deviate from that for a moment because I had um saw this editorial and this man was going really, really hard about 
Black Lives Matter and a foundation and so on and so forth which I'm totally not like radical I promise you like I don't know nothing like for the first time I just saw like the founders and all this other stuff so that just just goes to show and and he had their website up all this stuff he had a whole bunch going on he had clips from this that and the third or whatever and his point was trying to say what happened to the black family and as I'm sitting here in this year and in this time and the question is not so much as the black family but family overall because it's not just the black family who has experienced single parent homes now statistically I don't know it may be higher but it's not exclusive to the black family then it was well you know and we've heard this throughout the decades that single parent homes and these men are not in their homes and you know all this stuff and these children turn out wayward blah 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 and as I was sitting and I was listening I was like well can't fix that because that's already done that relationship is already over they already done you know did what they gonna do in this single parent you a single parent that is it's very rare that you're gonna get back with the parent the other parent that actually left the home for whatever reason or didn't stay in the home or was never in the home that's a factor right Y'all hear me talk about Pandora's box. Y'all heard me say it's a mess. I don't go hard on the podcast because I'm very emotional. I can be very emotional to be very passionate about certain things and it would just blow up and I'm not ready and my thoughts and this is could be my naivety their men and they took care of their children and they 
taught them and the dad taught them or the man taught and the woman taught and covered and protected. Now I know that still exists but it has been made more difficult and taxing because of so many outward influences in my opinion and those who did not or felt they couldn't or chose not to and when someone saw that it was like oh I have an option because remember there were shotgun weddings remember there was you don't do that or you have to be careful or don't be unevenly yoked or think very be very sure about this those are no longer conversations to the magnitude of which it needs to be we gave people options and so if you have an option to stay or to go and it ain't working or you ain't working <laughs> you know what I'm saying then what you choose character and integrity these attributes that we mentioned I don't say them cavalier or just throwing them out there but integrity and character are big morals and values are big and I'm not saying that people don't fall or falter or error or make mistakes or whatever I'm not saying any of that But if you are a person of integrity or a person of moral or a person of character or a person of your word, then it's far and few errors that aren't corrected or it's far and few mistakes or, 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 or levels of discretion are, are higher because you have those characteristics You have those attributes that you are constantly mindful of. And now that we have options of, no, you don't have to be morally apt. Oh, your word doesn't have to mean anything. Oh, you're not perfect. And so therefore don't even strive for maturity or completion or wholeness. Because it's not possible and therefore just do what you want to do. Treat people how you want to treat them. Come and go as you please. And you'll be fine. They had to put systems in place in order to hold people accountable because they weren't holding themselves accountable. And so when you talk about the family or you want to pinpoint the black family I don't just think it's the black family I think it's 
ethnicities, I think a lot of people are going through that because of character and because of moments and because of weak willedness and because of outside influences, because of um, blaming on the alcohol, I don't know. But it kind of bothered me that he had an agenda. I think most all cultures are trying to heal their culture and trying to help their culture and trying to keep their traditions and trying to you know, because that's what, you know, the old school or whatever, or, you know, what they grew up on because they figured it worked and that they, they're decent human beings. Because whether a man or woman stays together for whatever reason, they still should be mature enough and willing to care for whatever it is that they created together. But then it brings me to, we got to back it up and go to the foundation. If we don't start teaching people, because again, or speaking about it, or having a conversation, or planning and watering and letting God do it and making better decisions about people and who you lay down with and who you decide to procreate with if you decide to procreate with that person or who you decide to have relationships with or who you decide to have relations with and you're talking about it's common and instead of being single and wait. Or married and work it out. You have options. You have outside influences. I had to tell somebody. Because y'all already know. I think I don't know if I said it. Like I ain't even ready. And outside influences. Would try to make you. Like if you're single. Something is wrong with you why you don't have a man or why you don't have a girl or why you by yourself you're not lovable you're not likable you're not compatible with anybody or you're too picky you have too many expectations or whatever like just let anybody in your life just so you can appease the onlookers or you can have a moment of pleasure And then what? Or because somebody comes to you and tells you something that at this point in the game, we supposed to be like, oh, okay. And that's for my young people. Because different age groups deal with different things and so respect some respect all but respect the conversation enough to understand 
that there are people who are trying to help prevent some things. And maybe not all, but if one from being perceived as a statistic, because again, when these people had these conversations out of assumptions or out of stereotyping or generalizing, and anybody else hears that conversation, and now when you walk on the scene, they're going to treat you a specific kind of way, a specific kind of way based on that information, which is totally not at all accurate to the depiction of what you're saying. And if we're honest with ourselves, divorce is an option. Breaking up is an option. Leaving is an option. And it's going to always be up to those two individuals regardless of who they are, what culture they are, to work it out. But when you have people who don't know how to be in relationships, one or the other and or both, because y'all heard me, I admire people who stay together for 50 and 60 years and raise their family and their children and their great-grandchildren and they establish and everything and business-oriented and grow and stuff like that. That's beautiful. We also know you got people that stay together just to, just to, to spite somebody else. Regardless of what, they still together. It don't even matter. Good for them. And you got some people who, no matter what's going on, whatever happens, they not leaving. That's what they, they got. That's what they chose. That's it. You got some people say you ain't never leaving because this is what I committed to. And you have some people like, if you want to leave, then go ahead. Those are options. I think the major thing that we need to be discussing, the major problem is how to stop people from breaking other people, from hurting other people, from manipulating other people, from lying to other people, from trying to destroy other people's lives, from not being held accountable for what it is that they do, regardless of whether they leave or not. That's that's the question. It doesn't matter, black, white, red, blue, green. It doesn't matter. If you decide to do this, then this is what you have to do. If you decide to do that, then this is what you have to do. Those are the things that we need to be discussing. Not whether or not there's a man in the house. Because the way we see it and the way we known it to be, it is like a gamble. You don't know. I heard some men told me, and I mentioned this before, you can make them, but you can't make up their minds. You can't make their minds. And if you're going to try to tell me that parents that stay together, their children, none of them, not near one of them, that's a farce. Or single parents and their children are horrible, that's a farce. And so that 
is what bothered me about the conversation and the fact that again this has been a discussion for eons and again it's unfortunate it's in certain areas and again is highlighted for blacks but I am sure and I'm very very sure and I don't even have to google I don't have to look it up that it's not exclusive to the black community it may be more but it's not exclusive and I think that we need to be mindful that there are outside influences. We need to know that there's a sleight of the hand. We need to know that there's an adversary against family, against relationships, against harmony and wholeness. Scripture says God is not the author of confusion. It says that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That is his MO. And so we are so surface, and it has gotten out of hand. It is sad that children, period, are not growing up around adults that are teaching them how to be adults. It doesn't matter. It's sad that an adult will harm a child purposely and or by accident. It's sad that somebody could impregnate somebody and walk away. It's sad that somebody can get pregnant and decide that they not fit or have postpartum depression. It's sad. It ought not be. But it exists. And so the question becomes... How do we get people to be who they supposed to be and wear the hats that they supposed to wear and do the responsibilities and the job description that they supposed to do or not take the job? Because you have men and women that's not in the household, whatever, and still do their responsibility and their job and their job description based on their title and their position without being in relations. Or in, quote-unquote, that kind of relationship. So it is possible. And then when you say you're going to hold people accountable, you're lackluster in that. And then again, always somebody is able to manipulate the system for whatever reason bribes um uh nepotism uh what's the other one 
it's a couple of it's a couple of things that's out there where people are able to evade or to to get by or to you know not have to and yeah there's mercy there's grace there's favor also as things that exist But I'm just mindful, even at our age, like, and I say at our age because I did, I looked at the demographics of my listeners, and it, it, it's, it's a spectrum, but for the most part, a high percentage of my listeners are roughly in my age range. And so... I just think about the mentality and I just, I'm, I'm just frightened for any young adult because again, whatever is done, is done. It's done. But what we can't say and excuse ourselves for not even attempting to have a conversation with the younger generation or people of our age, or just to say, it's not okay to not feel like you need to be accountable or not to aim to be accountable to whatever it is that you already created. to the best of your ability and understand I know there's mental health issues I know there's just last day of school and I know that there's people who just are not capable of doing it and that it is what it is but there's ways of figuring it out, that out too I just there has to be answers I don't think there's just one answer and I think that we have to take situations literally most of the time case by case and then I think that we need to put some stuff in place once again revamp renew be reminded of what it is that we say we want, I guess, and then aiming to actually establish that moving forward. I was talking to somebody and I'm just like, no, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to do that. I just don't. Because based on all the information that I've gathered so far, I don't see it. Now, you want to make me believe it. This is not a walk by, uh, we walk by faith and not by sight. This is not one of those. <laughs> this is not one of those. Because we grow, 
And so again, you want to come to the table and you want to represent and represent and da-da-da-da-da and then let me see how I play out, then that's something totally different. But I promise that my my mind is like, mm, that's not going to work based on what I know, based on what I see. It is not, it's not adding up. And at our age, I think that we should be able to do that and and and, and hopefully be able to turn around and, and tell the generations that's coming up behind us. And please don't get me wrong. You know, Scripture says the righteous man steps are ordered by the Lord. And it also says that the Lord knows the way that I take. I don't have any regrets. I aim not to live like that. But you do have some people who do have regrets. And the thing is, how do we help them to move beyond that to better? And how do we help people not get into situations that they regret? And also dispel some of these stereotypes and generalizations that have been put out for men, for women, for cultures, for ethnicities, like people are people. In every race, every creed, every color, there is nothing exclusive to them. Nothing. As it deals with humanity and the human race, there's nothing exclusive because if you even think about it and you address it and you deal with it, I'm sure if you find one, then it's not exclusive. If you find another, then it's not exclusive. If you could do a comparison, then it's not exclusive. Imagine my face.